This episode of Football's Finest Podcast is brought to you by Tate Boys Tire and Service. Tate Boys has been providing service to Northeast Oklahoma for over 30 years and is the largest independent tire dealer in the area. Tate Boys offers a variety of services from tire repairs, preventative maintenance, brakes, steering and suspension, HVAC, wheel alignment, and free vehicle safety inspections. Whether you're looking to tune up your car or want to be skating some new Dayton rims, Tate's is the place to be. Come in and ask about the Tate 12 and see how you can improve your improve your ride today. Welcome in, everybody, to this Sunday night edition of Football's Finest with Easton and Seth. Um, it is, let's just say, I'm I'm hot, and we might have to use the bleep button a few times in this episode, because I am pissed, to say <laughs> the least. Like, okay, I understand Tyreek Hill, he's a, he's a great receiver. He's a top five receiver in the league. And I understand he plays in the best offense in the league, on the best team in the league. But 50 freaking six points? 57 points. Oh, correct. Sorry. Send my apology to the Hill fans. <laughs> it's ridiculous. What, what is that? So I'm I'm driving. I'm, I'm driving back from my nice week I had in the Ville uh, and going back to the Ville. And, well, like, here I am just saying, uh eh, I'm looking like Garrick's not really having a great week and I'm not having a great week so far. And this is at like, this is after the first round of games. I think going into the, the afternoon cap of the games, it was the score is like 62 to 40 something. So it was pretty close. And I'm like, okay. So I checked my phone after I, I had stopped and got gas and taken a leak. Well, I get back on the road and I just glanced down at my fantasy app. And this is after like 10 minutes after, all the fantasy games or all after all the three o'clock games are starting and he's already got 26 points with Tyreek Hill. I'm like, what in God's name is going on? It It's ridiculous. And so I'm like, well, there goes my game. And then what makes me the most mad is the fact that Garrett, it's Garrick of all people. Yeah. It's Garrick. It's not that it's like, if I, if I was playing like Daniel, I wouldn't be mad about it. If I was playing Robert, I wouldn't be mad about it. If I was even playing Scott, I wouldn't really be that. I'd be a little <laughs> mad about it. But we're playing Garrick. The man is known for getting lucky. He's known for, like, having games where he scores 72 and somehow wins because the other team was just worse. But this man had Tyreek Hill score 56 or 57, whatever it was, and the rest of his team put up, like, 70 total points. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to do about that. And here I am having to – I'm fighting my ass off trying to stay out, like just squeak by in the sixth seed, in the sixth seed. Yeah. But it's hard to squeak by whenever three of your first four picks are out. They've probably missed a combined like three seasons altogether, but here I am just fighting like crazy trying to get something good, at least to stay out a second to last so I don't have to get my name changed. But no, here comes Garrick with his 57-point barrage. And – Unbelievable. I'll just put it that way. Garrick must be living right. 
right, well, so yeah, that's my about, that's my little that. rant. He's, he's getting awful lucky. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do we got this week? We got some oh, Caleb man. and I's game is super tight right now. Um, we got that's really the only. That's kind of really the only. I mean, yeah, that's about the only one now. And even with all my complaining, and I'm not even holding my breath at this because I know it's not going to happen. And so, like, while I'll watch the game on Tuesday night, I won't be on pins and needles hoping that I come back and win. But Claypool has put up 42 before, so there's still an outside chance it could happen. But he needs 38, and I don't see that. He just needs a Tyree kill out, and he'll shatter it. I mean, he does, yeah. I mean, we, I guess I've seen that he's capable of it, so I guess anything can happen. And if the Ravens are down a bunch of guys, then maybe that opens the door. But I highly doubt it. No. I, I think uh, each week we need to start just taking bets on whether Clay's going to break 100 points. This is – it's kind of going downhill for, for Clay pretty quick here. Yeah, um, I actually, I was actually in table was the other day. Speaking of that, let me let me plug our. Oh, sponsor sorry, real I forgot quick. he's a sponsor. Um, he's playing great. Yeah, so I I went in, I went in to go get my uh, tires aligned because we had to go replace some stuff. Me and my dad did it on my truck, and we go in there and I replace. Um, we had to replace with the ball joints or something, so I had to get those aligned. And I asked him if he could. Uh, swap out the tire sensors well that that dude gave me the nice little discount and didn't he make me pay for the tire just pay for the oh, uh, tire man. sensor so that's just that's just the quality of, of service and reliability or he felt bad about pooping so. in your hands could have been that too you know that not only is t- too, i mean and... i know that they're friendly but he also has to feel a little bit <laughs> bad about that 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 is true unbelievable but uh well, we're kind of getting a clear picture. <clears throat> Zach this week is getting smashed by Preston. So he's going to fall to <laughs> yes. three and nine. And, and it looks like Scott's going to get yeah, a win here. And it looks like Tate Salad's going to lose. And so Tate Salad is currently, as the stands go right now, 12 points ahead of me. But after this week, more than likely, I will be ahead of him in the point standing. So it looks like Tate Salad will drop all the way from sixth place down to ninth. And then there'll be some flip-flopping. And, yeah, Scott will be up to uh, to seventh place, and I'll drop down to eighth. So. It's going to be – the playoff picture is going to be really interesting. Uh, it will, yes. It, I don't think we've ever had a – a week 13 ever hinge on something and like you this know, before. I might be, if I lose this game to Caleb, I'm going to be 500 and on the bubble. But do you know who my final game of the year is against? It's Zach. I'm guessing it's Zach. That is my, that is my saving grace to make <laughs> the playoffs. So you're, you're basically, uh, I don't, I'm not going to, I'm going to pull a Preston and not, not say anything yet, but I would hope the worst <laughs> I'm going to finish is seven and six. And and I think seven and six is it gets you in. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say especially seven. Especially because I have the second second most points in the league. Second most, so so I would win a tie break. So 
it's a decent position. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say you're safe. Um, it's going to be a, a dog fight for that sixth spot, though, between uh, – especially between Preston – really, it's a four-team race for that final spot. And it'll all, it all come down to next week between Tate Sal, the alpha male, Team Peace, and Team Osage is back. They might – if he keeps – if he doesn't win some games and finishes in night, that's not going to be his name anymore. So – no, that's true. That's yeah, a temporary. So. That's a temporary back. That's like a Mike Tyson. <laughs> that's like Mike Tyson being back. That is, yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't watch the fight, but I heard he got beat. Uh, they drew. Uh, they it was a draw. Oh, oh, they drew. But I did see that Nate Robinson Ab- got put literally to sleep knocked by out. Jake Paul, your fellow YouTube. Yeah, that's streamer. that guy that has the podcast <laughs> with Lana Rhodes, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I've never, so. I've never heard of her, but uh, I'm sure that's a good podcast. Go check it out. Can we yeah, get a sponsorship out from that? Um, Let's look into that. Uh, we could, we could try and see. Um, but also, one other thing I wanted to talk about. This is not fantasy football related, but it's just NFL related. What is like? Okay, I didn't. I didn't think the Broncos would win today, even if they had Drew Locke. The Saints are just a good team. But why are we giving these extensions to the Ravens when their strength conditioning coach didn't even report his symptoms and didn't wear a mask after he had already tested positive in the team facility? And then on top of that, we've got the Titans who had a team outbreak earlier in the year. They moved a game for them. We had the Bills. They got a game moved for because of their outbreak. And then now we've got the Ravens that the Saints have had outbreaks, but yet the Broncos are the ones that have to take have to fall on the sword and have to start a guy at quarterback who hasn't played a snap of quarterback since that was, he was pretty a ugly day college. I listened to some of it and I was like, like I can't even be mad at this. Like the dude, we were running Philip Lindsay at quarterback for the majority of it because we were just running the Wildcat and it's like. You can't expect to beat one of the best teams in the NFL when all you're doing yeah. is running the exact same play. That's not his over fault. and over again. But no, but and that's that's what I don't, I don't get. Like, where do they pick and choose where they're drawing the line if you're the NFL? Like, is it only the teams that have a legit shot of making the playoffs that you're allowing them to move the games for, or what? Because like the Drew Locke, all those quarterbacks were out at practice on Thursday. After they like, because I guess Wednesday was the day that they were around him, around Jeff Driscoll, who had tested positive, and then they were at practice on for part of Saturday, so they would have just infected the whole team. So I don't see like why they even right. kept the game on if that was the case. But I don't know. That's just it's I'm it's unmitigated mall is what it is. It it really is. Let's see here. So the the playoff picture's coming together. Caleb, I don't know, Caleb and I's game really only matters. If he loses, it really doesn't matter a whole lot for him. But if I lose, then I'm thrust into the 500 category. So, But anyway, Caleb is pretty well set. He's going to finish in one of those top two places. 
probably the top place because Robert is going to get beat this week. Yeah, Robert's Robert's faltering a little bit. He, uh, of course, he's getting smacked by Team Osage right now, and I guess Team Beer and Sigs that'll be a that's a close game with with you, mm-hmm. but but yeah, we don't really have a clear no. front runner this year. We if you would have asked us early in the year, we would have. This is going to be wild. Anymore. The playoffs are going to be really really wild. Oh yeah, we're liable to have. A six seed win it who was under five hundred going to the Garrett playoffs. Garrett will be the six seed, even though. Well, no, he's not going to be the six. He's not <laughs> going to be the six seed because he's about to be seven and five. Yeah, we're gonna we're about to hear the. Oh, got oh three please, wins, guys! Please, if he wins again. I'm sending somebody to hurt. I am sending I, some. I'm, I'm sending gonna... Greg the bounty hunter in to go hurt his players. <laughs> we cannot have him get to three wins. <laughs> I will pull a, oh, a Tanya Harding on Nancy Kerrigan and just just beat the heck out of out of somebody's <laughs> shins. I'll maim I'll maim somebody so Garrett doesn't get to three wins. <laughs> yeah, um, we got to do something about that though because we can't have Garrick win. By far the worst winner, and now I've ever been around. and after today. It seems like a legit possibility because he's gonna get lucky with somebody like Tyree. John, John O. Smith got shut out or, today, but but I, in the playoffs he'll be averaging twenty. Yeah, exactly. And I know he I know he has Lamar Jackson out because of COVID, and he had to start Jared Goff. But I'm sure he'll get if he had to start Jared Goff in the playoffs right now. Jared Goff will oh, get yeah. forty five. Yeah, it'll be back to 2018. Sean McVay and Jared Goff. Yeah, and that's that's just what I don't understand. But that's none of my business. I digress. Actually, it is my business because we have to hear that's about how many rings he has every year. He's never. First of all, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Back, if I'm wrong, please correct me. He's never been a top even two seed in the playoffs, has he? Uh. No, I don't think so. If it was, it was maybe the first year he won it. The the first the his first win, but okay, yeah, back when there was only four playoff I'm just teams. Saying, the man has outside of that around 500 records every single year, and then makes a playoff push at the end because no name guys get hot. Yeah, and that's just what I don't. It's understand. crazy. It's almost like he knows what he's doing. But anyways. Yeah, it's like, it's just this weird method of the madness that he has. Because, like, he's not... There we go, there's one. Uh, We'll have to bleep that out. Uh... (laughs) But there's just like, there's not any sort of method to it. And he always has horrible starters. Except there's one guy every week that just goes off for him. Or... Everybody on the other team just has their worst week they've ever had in fantasy, and he just happens to be going against them this week. So you're getting kind of that that was pretty broken up on. My I don't know. You're getting a little fuzzy on the sound. Oh, it was just it was just a big old rant, but just more of how Garrick always gets lucky. But yeah, that's but that's fair. He's by far the luckiest person in the league. I will say this. Team Peace is five and six, and he's got 
the second fewest points in the league. He's really, really just hasn't scored a lot of points. And he's he's in the mix for a playoff spot. Yeah, that's that's just a it really is an odd fantasy year. Like there's no like you would say that Robert's team would be an outlier right. just by how many points four they have, but that's like whenever Notre that's like Robert's the BYU of this league. He put up so many points against like all these trash teams or put up all these points early when it didn't matter, but now he's he's like facing competition late and everybody's starting to figure his team out. We are yeah, we're definitely figuring him out. I feel like that's the, that's been the key to, to his downfall lately is is coaches are coaches are starting oh, yeah. to figure this guy out. For sure. For sure. Let's see. So I mean, really, but uh, there's only two people that I feel like are definitely not making the playoffs. I think Sean and Zach are two scratches. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I'd say Sean, but he's got the points for. So if it comes down to a tiebreaker between Tate Salad, the alpha male, and although I don't know if. I'm pretty sure the that only Scott the best week. that he can finish though is six and seven. Take a even if he wins next week, so he's gonna have that a losing is, yeah, record no matter true. what. Let me see. Uh, yeah, so I do play Scott next week. So if whoever wins that game will be in contention for the at least the seven spot, and then if not that, the six spot. I think that's how it'll work. Yeah. That looks right. Because, well, eh, no, because Presto won today, didn't he? So, yeah, currently Presto is in the sixth spot. So, depending on how Presto plays next You'll week, you'll have the. Uh, well, Preston kind of went off this week. So, he, he made up some ground against you on the points four. Oh, so he's he's down forty five. He did, but uh, so he plays Tate Salad. Yeah, he plays Tate Salad next week. So, and I'll have all of the edge on points four against Tate Salad, just barely. So, if Tate Salad were to win, and I was to win, then that would create an interesting situation where that's it's going to be tight for that last playoff spot. Uh, yeah, I I think it's gonna be real. If Garrick wasn't yeah. gonna be seven and five, I would say, well, you can already go ahead and, and not even pencil. You can go ahead and write him in and Sharpie for the sixth spot. But he's gonna be higher than the sixth spot. Oh, for sure. Yeah, this is uncharted waters for Team Johnson. Yeah, he'll be. He's. Uh, yeah, he's. I think he's a lock for the five seed right now. Yeah, he's. Get, you, if I if yeah, I lose, he's gonna jump win. me. Yeah, he'll be a lock for the four seed. My goodness. If, well, no, he won't because if he loses and you win the next week, then then you'll have the edge on him points four. But or if I win this week, I'll still have him because I have like eighty five more points than he does. Yeah, that is true. So I mean, it's it's yeah. going to be interesting how this how this shakes out. We're going to be for sure putting out some content. Yeah, that is true. We, I don't think there's ever been this competitive of a playoff race. Yeah, this is. There was 
I think it was two years, two or three years ago. I think so. There was like one team that was one or two teams that were runaways, and it made the playoffs. But neither of them ended up winning. I might. I think it was three years ago, and there was like four, like seven and six, six and seven teams that ended up making it, and teams were like three through six. Just watch. The mm. Those sad years. People Good complain about 2020 year. being it? bad. Try having a year where Garrett I can't remember all the winners. Cabin it might have been the year. Clay. That's way worse. That was the year Clay won it, I think. <laughs> yeah. You heard it here right now. To avoid it, it, if I knew, oh for sure, Garrett he, could not. He, that's what kicked win, off 2020. Being I would such inject a bad COVID into my veins right now. For Garrick not to win, I would I would take on the virus for everybody. I'll have the sniffles and a fever for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's worth oh, it. I'm sure. willing to take. Well, I mean, to you'll take get over it in a week, and you'll here, have so the antibodies for the next year. Talking about rings, unbelievable. Talk about rings. What else you got? Unbelievable. No, yeah, you 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 were horribly unlucky. Right? Oh, I was supposed to give a yeah. shout out. I don't have any. Dad else told to talk me about. to, just, to say what about me, so. Team Osage uh, with no. one fifty today? He he wanted he wanted to be talked about how he decided to score some points this week. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. We're on to Christmas. Hey Scott, here's your here's your shout out. Congrats! All right, we're on to Cincinnati. <clears throat> Happy Thanksgiving. We're on to Christmas. That's one of my favorite traditions. There's popping water bottles at three in the morning, annoying Scott on Wednesday, and he's burning up the keyboard. Text Caleb sends out every year at nine o'clock on Thanksgiving. Nobody's even woke up yet, and he's already got that sent out. Nobody's even smelled the turkey. Yeah, is it? Nobody's even. Dare I say that nobody enjoys a good tradition? He's already sent that text out that we're on to Christmas. You love a good tradition. The number one tradition is by far waking Zach up to make. I do love a good tradition. In the cabinet at three o'clock. I love a good tradition. (laughs) Yes, after he's been asleep. Yeah, after he's been asleep for an hour and a half, just hear it. I bet, I bet whenever he hears that bed just creaking and, and then he said wiggling left and tradition. right because my 250 so pounds are here, here's shaking my around scenario. on when it. Zach's That's a parent exactly down the road. He's he probably going to have a few kids. To. And they're going to come down on Christmas morning, and there's going to be no gifts under the tree. And his kids are going to be like, Dad, <laughs> where are all the gifts? This is a tradition that you that Santa comes on Christmas morning. And Zach's going to tell him, well, that's a stupid tradition. <laughs> any, any inconvenience, stupid tradition. <laughs> yeah, he probably will. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you should really stop believing in this stupid Garbage. That or his kids are going to be four years old and he's already going to be telling them Santa's not real. <laughs> and if there's... Bleep it. 
And if there's if there's any children listening to this pod, <laughs> don't listen to that because to, according <laughs> to you, 15, Santa's still real. Cooper still he's still loving it. Yeah. So Cooper Wood, if you were listening to this, Santa's still real. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, do you have anything else? Any shout outs? <laughs> I could I could see him loving a good Santa tradition. Oh man. Uh no, I guess just shout out again to Tate Boys. Their service is unmatched. Still waiting on our tire hat and hoodie. Pet boys we'll will never get that at some point. Um, so yeah, that's all I got. Um, I no, we're, we're playing hard to get now. Uh, with Tate Boys. Yeah, but we're, <laughs> we're not going to beg. We'll just we'll take it when it comes. Oh, oh man. Well, I guess. I guess for next pod, we're going to try and get Zach on. We need to, I guess, Zach, we're going to try oh, and get you on you. this week for a pod. I don't know. I think, I think that might be it. To get on. I guess Scott. That still, might be an hour of him and I arguing. Scott onto this I don't podcast. know if anybody wants to listen to that. Oh, he's going to hear that. He's going to hear that and get offended. <laughs> no, he, I'm pretty sure he's anti-stats. <laughs> I can't wait. But to see he doesn't seem like the guy who's using analytics these days. Oh, yeah, uh, I'm sure. he, he won't ever. I I made the comment the other day. What's all? Speaking OU of Scott, what's his opinion like on the speed D right now? That our offense played great and our defense played great, and it was a team win. And he tried to tell me. He tried to tell me that the offense carried us. It's like, oh well, my yeah, goodness. they scored 41, but if giving up 13, that's not good. The only reason that – Unbelievable. Yeah, for real. Yeah, the defense set the tone for that game because we couldn't run the ball in the first quarter, really. I mean, we were scoring – we scored on three Yeah, we got drives, a pick on one of them. Short fields on two of those drives. No, he's just, get, he's just an offensive guy. Defense. He didn't – So, I mean – Yeah, this is this is one of the hot takes I've had though, is that outside of probably like Clemson and Bama, I would argue that OU might have like a top yeah. five defensive line in the country. And I know that sounds crazy to say, but Ohio State doesn't have a good D line this year. They're lacking that elite pass rusher because they don't have Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa, or Chase Young coming off the edge right now. And OU's got two, one, one talking about Ronnie pass Perkins, rusher, another really good pass rusher, and then they've got Perrion Winfrey, Ronnie Perkins, yeah, Ronnie Perkins and Nick Benito, yeah, because Nick Benito, two bad men right there, is a stud. They are, and then Perrion Winfrey, he's a stud, and even like they're deep too, so it's not like there's not a huge fall off from who comes in after them. Now, like they're going to give up plays every once in a while, but I overall, like they get incredible penetration. They're really good against the run and they're nightmares against the crap tackles that are in the big 12. Maybe that's why they're, they look so good is because there's really no good O lines in the big 12, but they're still making everybody look like they're in high school. No. And, and all of a sudden the last couple that's of games, all you can ask our secondary team, so. decided to play pretty good. Where'd that come from? Yeah. I mean, I thought two years ago Trey Norwood was garbage, but 
ever since they moved him down to nickel, he's been incredible. And I mean, Bookie's always going to have that one or two plays a game where yeah. he just is a bonehead and gets a 15 yard penalty for taunting somebody. But he hasn't been the liability that we're used to him being, which is, I guess, at this point, all you can yeah, ask of him. Idiot. He's kind of he is what he is, and it's not changing. But like Trey Trey Brown looks mm. incredible. I thought he pretty much locked down Tyler Wallace, even though like Tyler. That's Wallace, not bad. I mean, he had like sixty yards against him, but a lot of that came on that one play where Tyler Wallace and he got a couple flags covered him, but I'm good with that. He was being physical, and that happens. I'd rather. Well, and there was that. So, yeah, and there was that one flag they got that wasn't like that was. It was like textbook Mm -hmm. coverage, and that was just the Big Twelve in their soft calls. Like you couldn't have asked him to cover Tyler Wallace better than that. Like he got his head around. Like while the ball was in the air, he wasn't pushing, didn't impede him off anything, and was just there the whole way and still got called for it. But the safeties, I mean, they're decent. Jaden Davis has been pretty good still for another corner. Um, and then the linebackers, they have been collectively really good. All Both of our middle linebackers, uh, which at the beginning of the year, they weren't very good. But I think they've kind of been able to – kind of feel everything out and it hurts mm-hmm. obviously your defense if you lose a guy like Kenneth Murray for a while but having Osamoa and uh, Deshaun White like together for the whole year I think helped quite a bit but and then whenever you play behind that D-line I mean they're going to make any linebackers yeah, look good if they can that's, that's see a hole and fill it but that is, <laughs> that is. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited to see how OU finishes the stretch. It'd be nice to go to like a cotton bowl or something. Yeah, Hopefully make sure we beat West B and Baylor first, and then games. we'll get our revenge on Iowa State. Make sure we don't have any more COVID cases. I don't want to see I don't want to see yeah. anybody at the corner the next couple of weeks. We we now it's starting yeah. to get crunch time. When we're playing Missouri State no. company, you guys can go do whatever you want to. But now that it matters, yeah. let's let's be smart here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, don't be a Logie yeah, before, be smart. The, before so we Creed Humphrey, get in victory in the fourth you. quarter like he used to do. He was showering and, and halfway through the third quarter to get to get out. <laughs> yeah. There. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need to uh, let Link know that he can't just send Ian MacGyver in uh, no, whenever no. Creed's ready to go. He didn't so even he when we played uh, as fast as possible. Uh, UCLA. So, uh, I'm pretty sure that Creed didn't even come out of the locker room at halftime. He was already, he was already headed there. Absolutely not. Oh well, yeah, that would surprise me. Else? But, uh, I do not. I am out of stuff to talk about now. I look forward Zach, to our yeah, podcast Zach... with Mister Poop himself, Zach Romines. We got a yeah. So yeah, Zach. Absolutely. Zach, after you listen to this, just hit us up. We'll make it happen. Works for you. All righty. Well, we will. And as always, this podcast is brought to you by Tate Boys Tire and Service. Stop in by any to any one of the Northeast locate Northeast Oklahoma locations and uh, get your tires changed, your uh, your oil changed, your tires aligned, whatever you need. Get you some cool new Koopas, and yeah, and tell it, them that it, the, it won't get you the boys from Football's yeah, Finest sent you by. <laughs> There's no coupon code.
Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Just Clay will fix that. you yeah. some popcorn in their popcorn It might get you like a free water bottle. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh man. All right. Well. See you, man. I guess until next time. It was it was good talking to you. Nibbling on sponge cake, watching the sun bake. All of those tourists covered in oil. Strumming my six string on my front porch swing. Smell those shrimp, hey, they're beginning to boil. Wasted away again in Margaritaville Searching for my lost shaker of salt Some people claim that there's a woman to blame But I know it's nobody's fault